Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, and Bruce McAvaney, who, who's been kind enough to give us five minutes because I thought he was coming, uh, coming tonight just in a sort of general capacity. But I've seen you interviewing and you are working your tail off, Bruce. I've had a tight schedule. Um, Jeez. I just had to fit you in, Josh. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Haven't seen you for a while. No, it's been a while. It's been a, a little Walking while. Walking our dogs around Glenelg. For Sorry I... about my voice, by the way. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, I, I told that story uh, on, on air today and got laughed out of town that you and I met each other at puppy school. We did. <laughs> really? No, I, was, no, I wasn't believed. And, and we're, um, it was fun, wasn't it? Good, good times. Um Impressive, that horse, Major Moth. Really. Oh, I just said to, to Brett, you're unlucky. I was on the leader and I, I thought, you're unlucky when you run home in 26 and a half seconds and a horse yeah. just goes straight past you. So uh, very, very impressive. So um, it's good. You must be thrilled to be out here. You probably don't get to come out, uh, come um, over this well, way much. it's the first time I've been to Melton, so... Um Great setup. It's a terrific setup. So I haven't been to the Inter-Dominion since 1985, so, you know, I sort of lived it as a kid. Uh, saw a lot of Wavell and uh, Globe Derby, um, and uh, Prince Chevalier was the last one I saw live, and that was, uh, he beat Village Kid in Melbourne uh, at Mooney Valley. It turned out to be uh, one of the all-time two great horses, so uh, it's been a long time. little uh, before my time, I was... A couple uh, of good four, WA horses. Four years before I was even thought of. <laughs> Brett, you've been out here many, many a time. You probably have lost count how many times yep, yep. you've been out here. But in terms of the atmosphere, is it as good as you've seen out yeah, here? Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me sort of when uh, that Hunter Cup when Lazarus won. Um, that night was a real good night, and this night's uh, promising to be just the same. It's uh, seen some really good results so far, and that, as you said, Major Moth then was electric, and uh, we're now getting to the pointy end of the, the meeting. We are. We've got the uh, the trotting grand final uh, about 20 or so minutes away. And Bruce, I'm sure you've done your form. You don't come. You don't go anywhere without doing <laughs> well, your homework. I, I have done my form, but I will just believe. Just it's just the barrier, I think, for for, for Greg. Greg's such a great driver, Greg Sugars, and he yep. can find a way. But got to, you know, the two off the front are going to be very hard to beat here. But. The pace is, uh, just depends on what happens in the first 200 metres, I think, and uh, which of the two Emma Stewart's lead and uh, uh, and where does uh, the pole horse, when does he give up the, uh, the pole in the, in, mm. the, in the final? Mm. I was just distracted because I was just thinking about Queen Alita because she's the key here in the trot, I think, because yep. if she gets the back then uh, mm. and gets the sprint range, she's probably the one to be. Yeah, I, I think she's... Um, I think if we weren't taken by the fact it's an Inter-Dominion grand final, mm. we'd think she's a dollar fifty. I think she probably should be. But because of the unknowns and the competitiveness and everyone we're talking before, big crowds, they just bring out that extra level of uh, anxiety and nervousness and horses as well, not just people. So uh, it just probably... Gives me that little bit of trepidation about her. Otherwise, I think she's close to a to a to a good thing. What about in the uh, in the pacing final? Where have you guys landed? Look, uh, Emma Stewart dominates. So, I mean, she's probably got three the three or the top four chances. Yes. Um, I know she's got four runners in total, but I'm actually with the unbeaten horse. Um, um, I, I you know I I think I think he'll probably take a trail. I could be. I don't. I I'm thinking that um, the three horse will lead yep. eventually, and I think yep. the two horse will will. will 
be one one at some stage, and there's an expensive ego will probably get to the death. Yes, for um, sure. So I'm I'm thinking um, Honolulu Bay. We'll go through uh, unbeaten. Yeah, well he's 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 Brett. You know him well. He came from like David Aiken, who's a very very good trainer, and then yep. all of a sudden he goes to the Stuart Tonkin camp and just becomes a megastar. Well, even before this series, he was a little bit. You know, you, had, you, yeah. you thought he was really good, but more a sprinter and yeah. had some question marks. But he's come through this series and he's run at Shepparton when he sat three. It was just incredible. It's the run of the series, which I think you had in your podcast during yes. the week. Yep. But um, so I'm thinking I'm with Bruce as well. It's either Acknow or him, I think, but I think I'm leaning towards Honolulu Bay just because, yeah, a bit more value and, and, yeah, he's just an incredible The horse. fact that he's won in a different yeah. way each time. Exactly. And, um, the good thing about both finals, I mean, you know, the trotters are coming out, are out there now, is that they are intriguing. I mean, there, there is no absolute dominant horse. No. Now, we love a, a show horse mm. and, and the sport may have it with Captain Ravishing or whoever in the next year or two, or the horse from Queensland who, yes. who knocked him off. But um, this series doesn't have that. But mm. what it does have is the intrigue of how these two finals will play out. Absolutely. And we've got two unbeaten horses. We've got an unbeaten trotter who's going to be a good odds yep. because of the draw yep. with Greg Shulgas. And we've got an unbeaten pacer who's very backable. Uh, probably won't run favourite. In fact, uh, no. Acknow will run favourite. And, and so... Um, which makes it all a bit different, doesn't it? It does. Have you two? Have you two ever been following? You know, all codes of racing for a long. Have you ever seen anything like what Emma Stewart is doing? The dominate. The to- uh, we've seen it a little bit with Mark Purden. Mm. But I think. The, I, think total- the Pur- I think the Purdens were doing maybe not at the same volume, but no, they they dominated the feature racing for such a long time, don't you think? Absolutely, they did, but. Um, yeah, looking at the stats, though, what Emma's doing this year is actually better than what Mark's ever done in terms of like you know winning percentages and stuff like that. So they're just incredible. And and the knock on them was always they're you know they're good juvenile trainers, but not older paces. But now and they've got four four in an intermediate final. It's incredible. So, Josh, I met uh, Emma for the first time. It's seventy-two horses in work, mm. which uh, you know it takes a lot of staff, absolutely, a lot of organisation. Um, and I asked her where do, where do you source your horses from and. Yielding sales, but a lot of the breeders now are going yep. to go there. So the strong get stronger. Yes, that's true. And, and, yeah. and it happens in thoroughbred racing. We know it happens in greyhound, yep. and that's what happens. So, look, the best thing about Emma Stewart, I think, as an outsider looking in, is that she's going to capture the attention of the general public, yep. not just harness racing. She'll transcend the sport, and that's the thing the sport always needs. Somebody, you know, in my time it was a Vinnie Knight, mm-hmm. uh, somebody who's a larger-than-life character, and Emma's certainly building. A CV that will capture the attention, I think, of sports lovers around Australia. So, absolutely, yeah. I think that's something Emma, as well as others, but yeah, our premiership-winning driver Kate Gath. The, the sport is 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 completely. The, the girls don't compete with the the guys; they actually dominate the guys. And you look across, like if I was to choose one driver across Australasia for one race, I'd choose Natalie Rasmussen. I yep. wouldn't choose. There's, you know, mm. Luke McCarthy's a great driver. Chris Alford's a great driver. I would choose Natalie Rasmussen. And Emma Stewart's the the preeminent trainer. And you see that all over the place. And eleven of the twelve horses are trained by females. So that's amazing. something the sport can really leverage for off off of. Absolutely, no, completely level playing field. And mm. in fact, it, you know, as you say, it's, it's switched during this yeah, intermediate almost, series. The, the guys need the uh, the uh, the leg up these days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you mentioned Chris Alford. Of course, he's a legend and still going strong. I mean, his duels with uh, Gavin Lang were just <laughs> extraordinary, weren't they? I exactly. Mean, they, they were part and parcel of the core oh. of harness racing. Yeah. And the McCarthy name, I mean, yep. uh, Todd's doing incredible things in America. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, unbelievable. With, with Dexter Dunn. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and Luke, of course. And, you know, 
I remember meeting their father many years ago. He brought uh, Big Good Johnny to Globe Derby Park, and there was a time where Blacks are fake and Big Good Johnny. Yep. It was a, still a time for Queensland Absolutely. harness racing, yeah. and uh, yep. the McCarthys have kicked on and on and on. So they're the, you know, in, a, in racing we have the Cummings, we have the Waterhouse Smith, we have the Hayes dynasties, Hawks and their family. It's important. It's mm. important to have these dynasties, and uh, we've, we've had a lot of them in harness racing. Now, Bruce, we're going to let you go in, yep. in one second because uh, are you about to clock off? Are you? I'm finished. Uh, well, I actually <laughs> had no duties. This is out of the comments of Mark. So, no, hey, you can send me on my way, Josh, I'll and I'll be happy I'll send you on boy. your way. Um, uh, Damien Watson's our host, panel op, uh, producer back in the studio. And you've got a lot of fans, but you've got none bigger than Damo. So Damo's hosting from back in the studio. He's devastated he can't be out here. Damo, you're allowed to speak up and uh, say good day to Bruce because I know how much you love the great man. Oh, absolutely. Great to meet you over the airwaves, Bruce. Just uh, <laughs> one last question before I let you go. You spoke about your love of the gallops and listing to Bill Collins. Where did your love for the trots stem from growing up in Adelaide? Is there a pinpoint moment that you can think of? Damien, yes, there is. And look, it was at the same time, but I, the first Inter Dominion I really remember is 1960. Caduceus winning at Harold Park as a kid listening to it and absolutely being thrilled. But it was in that early 60s, and when Cardigan Bay won the Inter Dominion in Adelaide in 1963, I went to the heats. Uh, saw him, didn't go to the final, not sure what happened, Dad must have run out of money. But, uh, so, so 1963 was really, in those early 60s, So, and look, I, I, I was devoted to the sport, loved it, um, and I've reconnected tonight, so in a, in a good way, so I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, trotting winner, pacing winner. Okay, I'm, Greg Sugars will win the trot. Yep, just believe. Clean and sweep. Um, David Moran. Honolulu Bay. A win the... Clean sweeps in both. There you nice. go. There you I'm, go. Picket fences. Beautiful. Thanks, Bruce. Lovely good to see you again, Josh. Terrific. Nice to meet you. Damien, good question. Yeah. <laughs>